Previously on the Guardians of Fahal. Last time, our adventurers made their way in disguise to the highly anticipated fighting pits. Nora turned into a snake to accompany Una and Rowan, posing as brother and sister duo Jasmine and Ali from the Copper Sands region far south from here, while Hans and Franz both entered under the aliases of the Hornet and the Exile. The group then split, with the girls going to the stands to watch the matches and look for anyone Una knew, while the boys waited their turn to fight in the rings. After a glorious open where Josh's Hans and Franz defeated one of the reigning champions in two rounds, the boys battled it out against the other contestants as well as each other, leading to the final showdown between Andrew's Hans and Franz and Lou, the man wanted for murder in Una's village, as well as one of her uncle's friends. Una then took the chance to try to lure Ulan, a man previously best friends with her sister, away from the group, being seductive, and to her massive surprise, he followed. As we cut back to our heroes, Hans and Franz have just been declared victorious over Lou in a spectacular final match, and had been called up to meet the nobles in the private box. All right. So before we cut to Una, um, so before even pick- that, yes, I just want to say, I don't know how I missed this, but I thought Lou was your uncle. <laughs> oh yeah, he just found that out two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, after after that session, we were we were still on here kind of shooting the shit, and I was like, oh I, I I can't remember what comment I made, but Lizzie was like, what? No, like, yeah, yeah, he's her- like with her uncle, and I'm like, you haven't <laughs> met her uncle yet, and he's like. What the, who the fuck was I fighting? <laughs> yeah, it's like, uncle. I'm like, wait, what? Not sure how I missed that. It's okay. Uh, it, it, it's fine. I mean, Ulan, Uid, Una, Lou. I mean, they're all just like these. Her, real- her uncle's name doesn't start with an U or a oh, yeah, W. Or it doesn't yeah, sound you. like. Yeah. I actually need to always double. I always need to triple check how to say his name. Same. But- same, we'll same. I won't say it because it might come I up. haven't had to check. I haven't had to check once. <laughs> you will. All right. Okay. So before we actually start, start, um, I want to figure out where Hans and Franz, Josh's character, and where Rowan were for the last fight. Um, I know where Felix was because Lauren is still kind of just hanging out and she's staying in her spot as Felix to watch this last fight. But I mainly want to know what happened where you guys went after you lost your matches. Uh, I, I my arms and fronts is good sitting in the stands. Uh, you know okay. where where you got him. I, I'm, I'm fine with that. Over on the. Uh... I technically you don't know that's Felix, but yes. <laughs> you know that's Felix. He's not in disguise. No, but, but I mean, you don't officially know, yeah. No, but I mean, I probably wouldn't notice hmm. Felix because Felix is probably trying to hide, I, I would imagine. I don't know. And I we're not supposed to recognize him. <laughs> yeah. with, your passive, with your passive, if you walked by him, you might rec. I think you would reckon, you would see that was Felix, but... I'd probably, if I did, I'd probably try to move somewhere else so I don't just be like staring at him. <laughs> I don't know you. Do you want to stay sitting on this side of the on the uh, upper left hand side of the ring, or do you want to move to a different area? Then? No, that's fine. He'd probably go to like the 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 top top okay. level or something, the, okay. the top ring, so he gets a bird's eye view. 
Okay. Um, where did Rowan watch the last fight from? Um, I would have been watching from the the stairs or the the gate okay. or whatever so, into the pit, which is where I have you right now. Yep. So I will leave you over there. Okay. Um, okay. So now we're cutting back to Una. Um, Una, what you did was you approached Ulin while Sienna jumped into the ring to wish Lou good luck. Yep. At the beginning of his fight, yep. and you walked up to him raised the back of his shoulders seductively, waited for him to turn, motioned for him to follow you, and your persuasion was high enough to get him to follow you. So now that you've done this, and I need to move you probably over, um, what? Okay, where, like, where are you leading him to? <laughs> where um, are you to? So if we were at the east side by, like, this tower or whatever, I would have mm-hmm. walked around the front of the arena, since there's room here, grazed mm-hmm. his shoulders, started walking around the arena to get towards, like, the west side, if he follows me all that way. Because okay. I I basically, or even if there's, like, room for me to sneak up so that way I can let Nora you see, have, but I would have to, like, fight my way to get through would, there. You would have to walk up this there's a couple nobles here, so let me move them. So you'd have to walk up. There's a couple of stairs, so you'd have to walk up this set of stairs, and mm-hmm. then this is roped off, starting he- like here where I'm okay. holding my mouse. So you'd have to go up to this step or this step, and then go up like this, because this whole area down here is like a guarded, more of a guarded uh, hallway. I just okay. didn't have that on the map. So, so then. Maybe what she would do is she just loop back down then the stairs. Well, she would like graze him, have him follow, and then kind of like eventually find her way over here. You're walking up the stairs, Una, and you're going to the <sighs> left towards the noble's box, but like n- like this hallway area over here, or are you going to go down the stairs? Because there's, there's so- stairs that go up, and then there's some stairs at these top this top back wall that lead back downstairs. I guess well, right I, inside the facility, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, my goal is to get it. So I get back to the ring, knowing that the fight's about to start. So that way, uh, Nora can watch the fight to her best of her ability. Um, so I thought I could just like loop around, but if it's going to be that difficult, then I'm curious if, that I mean, you, you could have just grazed and see if he reacted and this, then just tried to stand there and talk to him. But then you know Sienna's going to come back. Yeah. Could I, like, I guess, walk to him and then, like, graze it, like, go the other way around? So, like, instead of, since I know that this is open over here, if I went up and then if I went, like, up the stairs, came back down this way and then brushed his shoulders and then went back this way, would that work? I guess, so instead of going counterclockwise around the steps, could I go clockwise? Um, or would I have missed my opportunity? I think you would have just had enough time to do that and get him to follow over there, because Sienna was hopping down into the ring and it took her like a a minute or two. Well, and she's gonna have to to climb back back up up. too. So yeah, yeah, if I could go, instead of going counterclockwise around that staircase, maybe Mm -hmm. if I could go clockwise, then I could still stand by the You could also go up just this one single flight of, like you could hop up this row, walk, and then grazes back here, 
and then come back this way if you then wanted. That's what I would do because I want Nora to watch the fights because that's what she wanted okay. to do. So I want to make sure okay. that she has an opportunity. And she's okay. on my left arm. Yep. Okay. So, Una, uh, you basically have this man that you have not seen in probably a little bit more than three years, probably closer to five years or six years since your sister and him had a falling out, um, follow you over to here. Um, Ulan looks to be a um, man in his probably late, yeah, late 20s, early 30s. Um, But he looks like, you know him to be that age equivalency as a Selkie, but he looks a lot more worn down than that. Like he has, uh, his he looks a little disheveled. Like I said, his hair looks like it's, it's braided, but it's not as well taken care of. And um, his face has stubbled. He's lanky. He stands with a slouch and his clothes are wrinkled, dressed in dark grays. Um, and his he's got more of like a tanned gold complexion with black hair compared to um, how, you know, pale and pasty you are. <laughs> I mean that with love. Um, but yeah, he just doesn't quite look as put together as when you saw him from six years ago. Um, you Give me a perception check. Oh, that's not going to be good. Um, I rolled a 10, but my passive is 15. With your passive, you can kind of smell. He has a little bit of an alcoholic smell on him. Like he had spilled alcohol on him earlier and just didn't wash it off. And then um, you notice under his eyes, like he has dark circles under his eyes. Like he doesn't look like he's sleeping well. I thought you meant he smelt like an alcoholic. <laughs> That's what I was hearing. I mean, <laughs> he has probably. a bit of an alcoholic smell. He's an alcoholic. It's yeah. a weird way to yeah, say he, it, but okay. He, he, has, he has a lingering scent of alcohol on him. Okay. Like not not incredibly strong. Like maybe he was drinking more heavily earlier, and he doesn't look like he's drunk at the moment. But um, you definitely smell like depending on how close you are to him. There's a little bit of like an alcoholic smell. So, okay. He, he's looking at you with like confusion, um, kind of a little bit of checking you out at the same time because you are a very attractive woman who just approached him. Um, and he's mostly trying, he's just looking confused. Like, can I help you? He says. Um, hold on, I have to think of the accent that I was doing last time and try not to be <laughs> Russian. Um, Looks like you could use a friend. Um, and I will like cute flirtatious smile and like have my like kind of do that lean and like have like I'm picturing you leaning forward to show more of your tits. Like that's what I'm picturing. But like, so it depends on which side he is. Because if he's on my left side, then I would have to like go around him and do like almost like a flirtatious spin so I can put my left hand on the railing so Nora can watch. You could do that. Okay, then maybe that's what I would do. Just because if he's approaching from behind me to like lean on the railing, I'd have to use my right hand, which then would not allow Nora to see. So I'd maybe kind of brush past him slightly, like maybe like- Okay, so like- It's a tight fit. Yeah, so like brush against him slightly and like maybe like rub my hand against his back. like. Like, if you're trying to pass someone at a bar and you, like, do that move, so that way I can put my left hand on the railing so Nora's 
can see into the pit and then just kind of do that like mm-hmm. lean that like sexy hand on hip kind of puffed up shoulders back kind of stance okay um, and just say it looks like you could use a friend and then have that, that cute little flirty smile okay we're gonna, your eyelashes. Nora. we're gonna oh, cut yeah. to Nora really quickly um, <laughs> seeing all this how does 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 Nora continue to watch? Does she watch the match or is she focused on this shit? Squeeze, 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 squeeze. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Why are you grabbing her boobs? <laughs> this squeeze, is meant squeeze, to be her arm, like oh, me oh. wrapped around her arm, squeezing. Mm-hmm. But mean, you know, she did just say that she wants to put you on the left side so you can watch. I didn't realize you guys were that close. To I friends, mean, but... apparently, <laughs> apparently, she wants Nora to watch more than what Nora's comfortable with. <laughs> <laughs> As Nora's squeezing, I'm going to kind of use my hand because, like, she's on my hand, is like trying to like soothe her with my finger, like my thumb by like stroking my thumb against her face to let her know that it's okay. Like, to the best of my ability. Like, do you know what I mean? So, like, if you have your hand and if she's up here, like, use my thumb to, like, go against like her Like the cheek graze yeah. kind of thing? Like, mm-hmm. letting her know that this is okay. Yeah. The turtle. turtle. Yeah. yeah. Um, just kind of um... trying to reassure you without being able to reassure you since obviously I'm talking to this person. Nora's okay. going to continue to watch into the pit giving it most of her attention but she's gonna keep an ear out for whatever they're talking about okay um okay so you say that uh and he looks at you and he's like i don't think i've seen you here before are you a new are you a new prostitute Uh, ouch (laughs) i mean she kind of looks like one um, <laughs> I will get kind of that, like, the hot, not like, oh my god, you just really call me a prostitute, but more like a big smile of, like, no, like, like, no silly. Yeah, that, like, yeah. no silly kind of look, um, look on her face with a smile, and she's like, no, my brother's in the pit fighting, he was Ali. And I'm just here to show support. I am not a woman of the night. Oh. Oh. Uh, he's a little bit like, okay. It's, sorry, I didn't mean to insult you. It's just uh, you. the way you said you could use a friend, that's normally something they say. And believe it or not, I'm not normally approached by beautiful women who just want to talk to me. I must say, I have a weakness for men with sadness in their eyes. Oh, God. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, okay, how do I flirt with my best friend? I write this, I'm like, how do I do this? <laughs> It's more of how do I flirt, like, as I'm trying to get in the head of, like... How do I flirt flirting? with somebody who thinks I'm pathetic? Yay! <laughs> like Edward Cullen. Just yeah. act like an Edward Cullen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But like, and also like as a 30 year old, like man, that's what's hard is because I'm like, I don't know you how to like. Tips? Yes. <laughs> Please help me. You want to play him and then I'll try to be that awkward teenager. <laughs> Andrew, give me advice on being in the mind of a 30 year old man. Only is he, with a is girl. he normally confident? Is he normally. With sadness in his heart. 
eyes. Eyes. Thank you. I would say um, he's a little bit more... um, He's confident about certain things, but his... His ego in terms of like women has not been great. So he kind of has drinking? a little bit. Yes, a little bit. A little bit or enough? Um, I wouldn't call him buzzed where he would have disadvantage. Disadvantage has nothing to do with it. He's had a few drinks. I don't know. He's probably like, is is he is he more of a warrior? Mm. Yeah, I'd say he has fighting experience. So maybe he, little braggadocio, like, you know, puffs himself up a little bit. Maybe, okay. like, puts one arm on the railing and, like, flexes okay, it. Like, okay, okay. Oh, yeah? Yeah, okay. Because um, I've never like, done that before. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> Let me just puff up my my guns. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I love you, and I'm not flirting with a guy. It's only <laughs> Lizzie, I Lizzie. promise. Lizzie. <laughs> Okay. So yeah. Okay. Taking Andrew's advice on how to be a 30 year old man flirting, he'll kind of lean forward a little bit and get a little bit close to you um, where he puts his arm kind of next on the rail to your snake arm and leans forward. Hmm. Being attracted to sadness is an interesting trait. What does that say about you? That I've experienced heartache myself we should form a club then and what has broken your heart hmm give me a give me a persuasion check oh god do you guys i have no ranks in charisma just putting that out there you don't have any ranks this isn't oh, fourth edition. that's true. three five <laughs> i have no charisma but I have a 10. I rolled a 10. So I'm average. You know, passive question. Yeah. He'd say, I'd have to know you a bit better before sharing all of my dark secrets with you. Understandable. I would feel the what same about way. You? How does someone oh. as pretty as you, and he puts like a hand under your chin, get her heart broken? <laughs> <laughs> This is this is so hard. I feel so creepy because I know Una's like sixteen and this guy's like thirty, and I'm at this point. At this <sighs> point, Nora's head would turn because she notices him getting closer, and she would probably start like the almost like wary kind of like wobble back and forth Ooh. that snakes do where it's almost snake like a, a, a yeah like a little bit of a warning of Bruh. like hey you should probably back off <laughs> um let me see what is this guy's passive snake stalking a prey that's what i meant yep snake's the predator <laughs> well this guy could also be the predator <laughs> how to catch a predator yeah guys how did this episode turn into how to catch a predator <laughs> you know? Wait, where's I mean, what's the guy's name that? That's that what I was just so, gonna ask. <laughs> um, How to catch Chris? Something? They're always Chris. Wait, wait. Yep, Christopher Edward Hansen. Yep, Chris Hansen. Chris <laughs> Hansen comes out. Uh, I know you said you want to go home with with uh, this gal tonight, Ali or Jasmine. Jasmine. 
Yeah. But you do realize she's only 16, right? <laughs> oh, I didn't know. I what are the condoms for then? She uh, told her in her photo. <laughs> oh. Sorry, Lizzie, keep going. Okay, no, it's okay. I just need um, to get them out there. Okay, but uh, he see he does notice Nora. You see he notices Nora get a little bit defensive, and he pulls his arm back from that side of the rail and then shifts it so he's got his right arm on the rail, so it's not yeah. the arm next to her, but he's still leaning close. He's like, yeah. I don't think your pet likes me very much. It's because she doesn't like strangers who don't like to talk about themselves. I don't have to be a stranger. That is true. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with finding a new friend. Um, so he kind of like looks around and he's like, so how do you propose getting to know me better? Your brother's done fighting and uh, did you want to go somewhere more private? Sadly, I'm here to support him tonight, but maybe if you want to meet for a drink tomorrow, it's always nice to talk to strangers in a new city. Uh, you can see him like doing, uh, thinking about it a bit in his head. Uh, and he's like, um, perhaps. Where would we meet up? Since I am new to the city, maybe you could help find a place. Hmm. Oh, where would he recommend? This is going so much better than I thought it would. <laughs> <laughs> so much better. Um, fuck, where would he recommend? <laughs> I don't know. Yep. Someplace familiar? Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't think he would, I don't think he would name the front because he's smarter than that. I think he yeah. would name a tavern, um, let's call it the, the Jin Ma, and it is in the fifth district of town. How, like, how do we keep track of time here? Like, is there like a giant clock? Do we just There's kind of clocks. Double? There's okay. clocks in the city. Um, so I have my own way of like how the hours would be counted, but basically he'd ask you what time do you want to meet? Um, in the evening? Like, dinner? Like, maybe even after dinner, like nine o'clock. So, so it's, it's like a drink and getting to know one another. Okay. So it's not like datey. But it's still like dark enough to sleep away in the shadows if shit goes down. <laughs> oh god. Guys, this is turning into a second sting operation where now you're gonna accompany Una on a date to catch a predator. <laughs> Andrew's like, no, I'm not. I'm not I'm not helping with this shit. Look, layers of complexity can be good. But we've gone beyond that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, he'll say he would be willing to meet you there tomorrow night at nine. Um, by this time, has his the girl came back yet? Um, she- yeah, it's probably only been like it's probably been two minutes, so she's probably returned. But she and she did like a cursory glance looking for Ulan, and then probably went back to watching her her boyfriend in the ring. <laughs> Did I did my backs to her? Would I have seen her kind of come back, or probably not? You know, when you finish the conversation with him, you'd see her be back over there, kind okay. of looking, and then back to the fight. And then he, and then he's like, 
Uh, how would he end? He's like, well, I guess I'll see you tomorrow night. I guess so. And I will give him, like, a cute little smirk. And then, as he, like, how how do you do that thing where, like, since he's close or whatever, like, you put, like, his hand in his chest and then, like, kind of, like, let it slowly, like... You're so you, putting like, your put hand on, on his shoulder, chest? Like, so you put him on your shoulder oh. and, like, you slightly go down the side. So, like, when you, like, oh, with a kind of, like, like, a good night thing. Dude, I flirt way too much with people when I was single. I've, I've done this to Josh before. It's the yeah. lingering touch. Like, yeah. it's it's appropriate, but you're kind of, like, letting... You're kind of dropping your hand Is that a similar to a lingering fart? Yes. Yeah. Okay, okay. No, yeah. it's like that lingering, like, goodbye, like... <laughs> enticing him to like make sure he actually comes tomorrow with like a cute little sexy mm-hmm. smile and yeah he'll actually like grab your hand but it's it's not like rough he kind of just gr- gently takes your hand and then he actually kisses it if you let him oh i'll let him as okay. weird as this is she's trying to play it as cool as possible uh-huh. and she's gonna like freak out after this is all done so yeah. it's fine by the way my name is ulan it's nice to meet you my name is jasmine Pretty name for a pretty lady. I'll see you tomorrow night then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, you can't tell me you've never used these lines on Girl. I have never used that line really? ever. Oh. Was that from Aladdin? No. No. This That's is just a line. Like It's I a line from some time. Disney movie, I know. Maybe. Probably. It's a good pickup line. Is it? I've. No, the only pickle blind I have ever heard is I love your eyes. They look so good on your face. So I love your eyes. They look so good in a jar. I mean, on your face. Oh. I'm not even joking. That's what Alan said to me. Nerd. Yeah, no, I guess. Yeah. Passing smile, letting okay. him get back to his friend and then probably staying where she's sitting and like gently kind of stroking like at this point, like turning so she can like let Nora know it's okay. Um, I guess we don't, we have a pet thing. Let me figure out what the signals were. Hold on. Yeah. While you look that up, Lauren sending me messages and she asked if, if Felix would have seen this. And I said, no, he's watching the fight. And she's like, oh, too bad. I'm, he's missing the real show. Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, one squeeze, two squeeze. That's all I have written. I didn't write it which one's yes and which one's no. Um, <laughs> I Oh, two squeeze was private. I don't know. That's what I have made. That's what it says. One squeeze was like supposedly supposed to be like an acknowledgement and two squeeze yes. was we need to go because I need to transform That's, again. Okay, yeah. So private. That, that makes sense why I wrote that. Um, then I would just like pat her head a couple of times, like letting her know that everything's okay. And then probably steal a passing glance at him and then walk over. Cause I probably saw at this point now that I'm looking at the fight, like waiting for it to be over and then trying to find Josh, Hans and Franz. Since I, at that point, we probably would have seen him across the arena. Okay. Uh, Unless- because uh, Aaron's um, character, Rowan, well, there's, is still Penelope, right? Yeah, watching. Yeah. yeah, so there's a couple things that happen. One, partway uh, through the fight, 
um, you see another person kind of, the same girl who walked away earlier, kind of walk back down to them and start talking mm. to them and stuff. Um, and occasionally, like, Ulan does kind of keep looking back over at you and doing, like, a smile. Oh. Yeah, I would, if I caught him, I would return it, like, the yeah. cute little flirt smile. Let me see if, let me see if Sienna... Oh, yeah. Uh, Sienna notices it and kind of gives him a look like, really? Like, <laughs> I'm a sexy really? lady. Well, I mean, when her cutesy <laughs> smile looks like this. <laughs> <laughs> looks a little manic. Um, hey, hey, we're not yeah. using Megan's face. We're using let's, sexy let's... <laughs> Jasmine. <laughs> yeah, but she still has to be the one controlling it. Yeah, the muscles. Um, yeah, you notice Sienna kind of like giving him a look like really like shaking her head like you have bad taste or something. Uh, actually, I'm trying. Uh, you. Uh, no, you wouldn't be able to probably hear from where. Well, that's not that far. Give me a perception check. We're using the big dice, you guys. If I can keep it on here. Uh, passive of 15. I rolled an 11. Um, this part of the conversation is kind of loud. She's, she's like, really? Ugh. He's like, look, I don't judge you. And she's like, whatever. I'm going to be fucking the champion of this fight tonight. Like, super confident and just like, I'm so great. And then after this ends, you can see her look really angry that Lou lost. And then you can see, uh... Ulan laugh at her. <laughs> and she has to stick to her word. No. <laughs> yes. And she she punches his arm and then jumps down into the arena to go tend to her, like, fucked up To go up pull the teeth boyfriend. out of his ass? Yes, to go pull the teeth out of his ass. Uh, the other woman, which you would have guessed to be Para, is goes over and talks, is standing next to Ulan and kind of, like, shaking her head at the loss, like, oh. Now, Megan, what? Oh, go ahead. Megan's quiet. Oh, I said, good. I'm happy Lou lost. He deserves yeah. it. It would be really hard for me, Una to not hide a giant grin on her face seeing the defeat. Just saying. <laughs> like, she would be, and Nora probably would, like, could even maybe feel her, like, excitement mm -hmm. and positive energy just flowing off of her. She's so happy that, or that Andrews, Hans, and Franz did that. And she's so excited and is like fighting the urge right now to drop, like jump down in the pit and finish the job almost. <laughs> Self control. Yeah, no, this is, um, they, at this seeing him weak and knowing she could take him out, this is probably a real test of her strength. To be honest, thinking she could take him out. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Like she knows, like this is a giant arena, but like she's fighting every nerve in her body not to go and finish him off. No, like just everything that's been happening emotional wise and like this encounter of just her being nervous and then seeing this win, seeing him so weak, she's just she's having an inner battle right now. Um, okay. Is there anything is there anything else you're doing um with this before cutting back over to the boys finishing the fight and then Andrew going up to the noble box? Nope. I mean finding Ali, her brother. Okay. And then maybe even finding a spot for if Nora wanted to pop out to talk 
but okay. she just recast, so probably not. Okay. Um, you probably would go down um one of the flights of stairs and you could go meet your brother on the other end of the competition, like the competitors ring in the box area. But um Aaron, do you stay down there like right after this fight happens, or do you go somewhere else? Um, I so after Andrew wins, is that what you're asking? Yeah. Um, I wanted to follow the bad guy out. Um, I forget his okay. name. Okay. Lou. Yeah, just, like I okay. wanted to follow him um through to the stands area. Um, just like see because if I'm remembering the timeline correctly, um he stormed out with what's her name? Uh, yeah, that was at the very end of um, the match. So they actually would have gone past you. Okay, perfect. In, so the, then in I, the stairwell. So then and, I would just sort of closely, not not too close, follow them just to see where okay. they go because they looked upset more than okay. just more than just like we lost the match kind of thing. Um, and right. yeah. How far, how close behind them are you following them as they're kind of going back? Because there's a little bit of a stairwell and stuff that they're kind of talking on. Maybe like, like 10, 15 oh. feet. Okay. All right. Now give me, give me a perception check. Perception. Um, I'm going to roll in D&D Beyond since they have uh, dice rolling now. And that gave, ooh, 16 on the die plus three is 19. What's your what's your negative to your passive if you're at disadvantage? Five. Five. Okay. Give me a stealth check too. But uh, if you don't want to add your dex, you could add your charisma as kind of like a social, you know, like act like you're not really listening and you're just kind of hanging out and zoning out, waiting for your sister. Okay. Um. Oh well. Yeah. Uh. I'll add charisma to. So I roll a nineteen. Plus, uh, Dex gives me 20, plus Charisma gives me 21. Okay. Um, you managed to overhear some of what they're talking about then. So, you watch the match. You pick up some coins. Uh, like, you know, you steal some of the coins that were thrown to Lou and yes. Hans and Franz. Because, <laughs> you know, they were on your I'm side of the now. race. <laughs> <laughs> Rowan needs to be able to make bets in the future without his right. sister knowing. Yep. I need, I need my side purse. Uh-huh. Uh, Lou storms towards the stairs and past you with followed closely by a much shorter, uh, honey blonde woman with very large brown eyes like Una and has sea glass in her braids. Andrew, um, I see that laugh. <laughs> I know where your brain was going. Very large brown eyes. <laughs> Huge tracks Huge of Huge tracks of land. <laughs> um... Her face is also a mixture of frustration as she's trying to talk to him. Um, and Lou is just super angry. He's like, that malformed piece of detritus. He fucking cheated. He used some sort of magic to get behind me. Lou, calm down. She's saying as she's like trying to push him in the hallway and get him to calm down. And then he like kind of like slaps her hands off of him angrily. He's like, he stole my last match from me. Ooh. I know. I don't want to, I don't, like, don't fight him here. Just at least wait till he's alone if you're going to, like, smash his head up against a wall. Oh, he better hope he's not alone or I am going to smash his head up against the wall. 
And then they've kind of like are calming down a little bit in the fight. And then um, looking back towards the thing, he sees and he's watching Andrews, Hans and Franz be led to the nobles boxes. And Sienna kind of like reaches forward and like grabs her his arm and like hangs on it a bit. And she's like, do you really want to wait around? And he's like, yes. She's like, none of this matters, Lou. I'm sorry you lost your final fight, but there's better things ahead. A few more days and this is all going to be over. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is he says and looks at her with a smile. Nothing that happens here tonight matters. Don't get ahead of yourself. We got to check with the boss first before you go just mo- like mugging this guy. Well, then let's go up in the stands. I want to keep an eye on him. Don't be so obvious. I'll be your eyes. And then they kind of like go slink off towards like going up in the stands. Oh, shit. Um, you are lucky you rolled really good on your stuff. Yeah. And they didn't notice that. Well, that that changes because I was going to you know double back and go back into the stands and sort of find Andrews, Hans and Franz. Um, but I don't you know wanna... where he is. He's going up to the noble box. He's getting right. led up another set of stairs the other way. Yep. Um, so. OK, so we we went through the gateway out of the pits uh, and they're working their way back up into the stands. Is there a different way up into the stands from the way that they're going? If you went down into the green room and then went up the uh, flight of stairs in there, you could go that way. Okay. Because, yeah, I I, I, <laughs> I want to go the same place they're going, but not the exact same way. So it's like, oh, I'm not following you, I promise. Because I don't want to press my luck. Um, um, yeah, okay. So, I yeah, I'll, I'll go through the green room and the stairs that way. Um, and... Um, Maybe I'll just work my way towards um, Una and very, <laughs> very sneakily find a way to tell her everything I just heard. Okay. Okay. Give me a perception check to just kind of find Una, like in the crowd, okay. because she moved a little bit from where she was before after she yeah. gave you the berries this, the first time. God. DD Beyond is rolling really well for me. I rolled a 15 plus three is 18. Okay. You can find her over on the right side of the arena. Um, Could I have seen the... them from where I was um, watching the fight? Like looking at the line of sight. Yeah, you probably, you could have. So yeah, okay. you can find her. So okay. you find her pretty easily. You make your way over. Okay. Um, Josh, where do, what do you do after your brother's fight? Uh, well, he would probably, you know, go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The Horde is very pleased with that victory. Oh, uh, yeah, man, that was amazing. I can't believe he beat Lou. That guy's a beast. Well, no, he, uh, no, he is a shark. That is that is his name, is it not? <laughs> you got a good sense of humor, Horde. I was rooting for you, too. I used up too much energy on the Viper. He very, very handily constricted my strength. <laughs> well, I hope that I can't wait to see that replayed by the little Kenku performers next time. Those little bird brains do such a good job. Oh, there are performers of our matches for later enjoyment. Yeah, they, that's what they did at the beginning of this one. They were replaying the fight between the Viper and Lou last time. And they did some other other matches, too. But that was the main one. Say, where does a, a champion 
go after his match is done. I would like to congratulate the exile on his achievement. I was hoping to face the shark in the arena myself, but... Well, uh, you could wait for him outside the noble's box or, you know, like go around that part of the stand or go back to the gr- the waiting room. I don't know. Well, my tankard is empty, so I think I'll go back down to the green room and get another dose. All right. Well, good luck, man. I hope to see you in two weeks. You are fun. I hope to be back. This is a very enjoyable event. Thank you, random patron. Oh, my name's Steve. And he walks off. You are lucky he's not here. I know. I was going to call him Chad. And I'm like, no, we already named someone Chad Branderson. There's not going to be another Chad. Not Branderson, Brandunson. Um, but yeah, you. so are you going to go down to the drinking area or are you going to go over towards the nobles box to wait and see Andrew get out of there? Uh, drinking area first. Because, um, you know, I don't want to just loiter around the nobles box and whatnot. Um, and yeah, just go down and basically, you know, say the Hornet would like another drink. Uh, my energy is depleted and I need a refill. Um, the barkeep will give you another, um, another drink. Cool. Yeah, Hans and Trons will just drink that one a little slower, um, and just kind of, you know, take his time on it to maybe see if the exile comes back in the green room. Okay. How long do you wait down there? Uh, I don't know, probably 10, 15 minutes. Okay. 10 or 15 minutes. Noted. So basically, we cut over to Andrew. Uh, Your character is now the victor. You've been rewarded with gold. Um, You Did you write down how much I gave you last time? I think I said it was 200 gold, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, and then there was another... There was some other stuff that got chucked at you from Rowan and Yu's matches and this one, so... Yep, I got it all. Okay, so you are led up to the noble box, and as you're on your way there, you notice that beyond just the normal personal guards of the gauntlet that have their own regalia, there are other guards here that are dressed in different heraldry that you would assume are probably some of the nobles' personal guards. Um, As you get closer to the door, uh, Sir Crussell, which was the announcer that Steve was, (laughs) um, he actually grabs your shoulder, and then he looks at you seriously and says, Exile. You are about to stand before some of the most powerful men in the Wind Plains, members of Her Grace's council and men of great station. My own fortune was made from their kindness and notice. Keep that in mind as you talk to them, for you could find your future. Do you find, do you understand? Yes, Marcus Aurelius. Look, I, I'm sorry. I was trying to do his, his weird Jim Ross thing and I just couldn't do it. No. No, that speech reminds me from Gladiators when he talks about. Yeah, I was I was channeling that a little bit too, yeah. but but yeah, uh, he just he's like, he's trying to give you a friendly warning yeah. as like you're a peasant, you're gonna meet some important people. Here's your heads up. No fucking so. peasant bitch. Um, <clears throat> yar. <laughs> I think you got some brain damage in the ring. You sound different. <laughs> you know what, Lizzie. <laughs> I I don't need that right now in my life. Uh, 
<laughs> I'm sorry. You can you can have whatever voice you want. He wouldn't say that. I just uh I just thought it was funny. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry, it changed from the beginning of the first fight to the end of the first fight anyway. It's changed right. like eight times. Um, so basically the door open is opened by the guards, and Sir Kressel walks in first and kind of like bows um and starts to introduce you. But the thing that strikes you first is there are fine smells of like perfume that flutter past you from this room and your eyes see this decadent scene there's wine poured from silver uh, chalices there's fine meats and delicate pastries decorated on the table um just with like a your passive you're like oh wow some of these are like very similar to the ones like Rhiannon brought but then there's other ones that are like spun sugar cradling exotic fruits upon delicate little branches of trees made up uh the private box itself is roughly 20 feet by 30 feet and it fill it's just filled with the smells of luxury it's walled save for the half uh, half wall facing the ring. And the walls themselves are painted with scenes of battle. And the seats in here are nothing like the cold stone ones of the main arena. These are fine chairs made of sandalwood, which is very costly, you know, as someone who's traveled, and covered with fine magenta velvet cushions. Um, Sir Crussell bows before the men and women in the room and says, my honorable lords, I have the honor of presenting this man the exile to you. And then he like motions you into the room. Does Hans and Franz bow? No. Okay. <laughs> no, it's, it's, I mean, it wouldn't really, it would maybe occur to him, especially seeing um, Sir Crustle bow. Sir Crustle bow. But I mean, he wouldn't, he wouldn't naturally bow to them as Hans and Franz. And with this, you know, alter ego, he's, he definitely wouldn't. <laughs> so he'll just kind of like step in and just kind of stand there. Like he has no idea what they want. Okay. Um, you can see, uh, there's a little bit of like subtle, like mostly kind of soft, like gasps a little bit from like the girls in the room which there are some very nicely dressed women sitting in here, like very, very, very fancy gowns and like jewelry in their hair um, and, and slightly revealing dresses where you're getting like to the girls down in the rings that you met earlier. But these ones are like paid, very highly paid professionals. Uh, Hans and Franz, I don't know if would know what a courtesan is, but basically for your reference, that's what the girls in this area are. Um, but basically, there's a little bit of, like, gasps of you not bowing. Uh, but one of the lords actually kind of laughs at at you for not uh, bowing. And says, well, gentlemen, he's bold in the ring and in front of us. Well done, Exile. You were fairly amusing tonight with your fight. I congratulate you on your victory. Um, and he stands up and this guy is dressed in fine golds and greens with rose gold roses made out of that weird fae reflective fabric you've seen. And I don't know if you are zoomed in on the noble box, Andrew, but I can actually highlight who's talking to you. Sure. Okay. It's this guy. The pretty boy? Yeah, the pretty boy. Um... He has a very friendly demeanor and seems to find the fact that you didn't bow very amusing. Um, and uh, Sir Crustle is really like a little bit embarrassed. Um, 
but he's like, uh, Exile, this is uh, the Marquis uh, and Keeper of Trade to Lady Elaine of the Wind Plains, um, Lord Briar. Do you say anything? Uh, I mean, yes, just fucking give me a second. Yeah, okay, um, okay. Lord Briar of Empire. No. No, he's got no wood. Ah. <laughs> Don't worry, Hans and Franz brought his own. Uh, uh, I really just want to go full cheese, Macho Man, but at this point. <laughs> hey, man, do what you want, okay? <laughs> okay, repeat what he said last again. He said he thought it was funny that you didn't. He's like, you're gallant in the ring and also bold in, in the ring. You're bold in the ring as you are here. That was an excellent fight. Quite a quite a victory over over the shark. That's I think basically what he said. Yeah. Well, you see, when I'm in the ring or when I'm out and about, I am a bold man and I make bold choices and even bolder decisions. He kind of laughs like, oh, wow, this one has quite the theatricality about him. Um, and there's another man who kind of is quiet, uh, probably in his uh, late 20s, that has a very stoic expression, and he's dressed more in a gold and yellow tunic with, uh, white and, with a white and black griffin on it. And he has dark hair that is kind of not super short, a little bit more longer cut over his ears, but um, is sitting there looking you up and down. He's like, fought with honor, too. I saw you do something to get your opponents back up after the matches were called. Well, saving the shark, which can hardly be mad at you for that in the heat of the moment of winning. Well, the shark... I can't, he, he mocked me, didn't he? At the beginning of the fight? Yeah, he basically said you were going to be chum in the water, so... Yeah. Which, the well, other... the shark came out talking nonsense. So the shark got the nonsense back, which doesn't really make any sense, but... It's all a bunch of nonsense, bro. There's another guy who's like... There's another one that says, oh, I see this one received some sort of head injury from the battle. Can't speak clearly. And then, um... And then uh, the one who was very gallant and friendly towards you, uh, Briar, just looks at him and is like, you're just mad because you bet on Lou. I am here to show my full appreciation for this gentleman here who won the match and won me a lot of your money, Rice. <laughs> uh, oh, Lord Rice is there. Yep. Oh. I'm trying to think of... I would say I, that. Yeah, I forgot that it was Lord Rice. No, this this is the one who's talking to you nicely isn't Rice. This is no, I know. Lord Briar. The other one is. The other one is. No, this yeah, and this one this one is got a griffin sigil on him, which you know is not Lord Rice's. But this guy has the heraldry of um it looks like Meyerfield. And he's uh He's very handsome. He has shiny black hair with green eyes, and you would have seen him in his armor when he rode past in Windvale on the mm -hmm. horse. So you kind of know who he is. Um, and he's actually sitting next to another gentleman who's probably more in his like mid thirties, uh, who has more of a flat nose and like dirty blonde hair, and just isn't quite as uh, you know, like 
striking looking, but he looks very angry at you too, which you're like, did I cause you to lose money too? Maybe. Well, he just said Lord Rice. Yeah. Who's he talking to? Lord Briar is basically saying to Lord Rice, like, you're just mad you lost money to me. And and this guy next to him also looks very sour, but he's wearing the Meyerfield heraldry as well. Okay. But Rice is the one that... That said you had brain injury. (laughs) But he was the one... He's the one who is the leader of um, Meyerfield, right? Yep. So Hans and Franz has to like probably literally bite his lip when he realizes who this guy is. Who this is, yep. He's out losing money while his people die from ghost, ghost. attacks. <laughs> um, but there's actually then a bit of small talk. They're like, tell us, Exile, about yourself. Uh, one of the other lords says, and this guy ha- is very well tanned. He's in his like early 40s. He has black hair peppered with gray, cut very short, and he has like a bit of a smirk and amused eyes. Like he's he's kind of me- taking your measure. Um, his face is marked with scars, and he actually has one eye covered with a fine silken eye patch. And he's dressed in cobalt blue and bears a great silver swordfish upon his chest. And you can also see around his uh, hip, he has a sword, because he stood up, he has a sword um, that looks like the handle head of it is actually a swordfish as well. Does that mean anything to me? Um, give me a Give me a history check. Uh, a three. Okay, nope. You're like, wow, that's a cool fucking, cool fucking rapier this guy has. I like his eye patch. Looks like he's seen some battles. Yeah, I was saying, he looks like he's seen some battle. Yeah, he looks like he's seen some battle, and he also looks like he's taking your measure and a little bit of a tactician by, um, type of person. And I'm sorry, what did he ask me? <sighs> he asked me, like, a little about yourself or something, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, tell us about yourself. I am a man. Mm, hold on, hold on, hold on. I can't. I can't. I am a traveling man. God damn it. How would he say He's gonna like essentially say who he is, but like oddly, like because he doesn't know who else to be. Um He's like half answering in half truths. Well, like whole truths, half assishly. Um, <laughs> the exile's a man who travels across mountains from places on the other side of them. Um, one of the other lords, one who is also in his early forties and has long brown hair uh, with gray mixed in, tied neatly back, uh, dressed in silks of grays and green, with like a bow and arrow emblazoned on his chest, uh, is like, does that mean you are from the Iron Valley originally, or perhaps near the Blooming Meadows? Do I know the Blooming Meadows? Uh, you crossed over into the Blooming Meadows on your way to find the missing hunters where you fought the harpies and where, uh, the Kenku village with the nightingale is, so. Um, what would be, like, a a town that is just kind of like a throwaway town that Josh and I had been to? Probably, like, one that we may have spent a winter in or something, just... In in the Iron Valley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. There's one town on here called Region? Uh, that, you went through there, and it kind of was like a town full of, like, 
ruins. So you might want to actually say that you are from, oh. um, I think that's Barrenhell. Barrenhell or High Peak. You could have said High Peak or, um, Baron Hall or something like that. Those are mountain towns that you could have spent a winter in. And where they are where, down, they are, where are a little we bit actually from. You're from Bowdoin. That's okay, the that's winter village yeah. of the Bendaya. Yep. So this would be outside the borders. That's what those white marks are in the map is the. And that's near the bear. So that makes sense. He'd probably say. Yep. Baron. Yep. Yep. Okay. The, <laughs> the boulder. Yes, I am from. Baron Hall than or originally. Well, if you're a man who travels, are you looking for work of any particular kind? And uh one of the the guy who has more of like a flat nose and is dressed in uh an outfit that looks like the Mired the Meyerfield heraldry, but isn't Lord Rice, is like, do you really want a man who cheats? On your payroll, Westwood. I turn and look at whoever said that. Yeah, you do. It's it's this motherfucker in the room. Hold on, on the map again. Okay. okay. That guy. What do you speak of this cheating? You use some sort of magic to pop behind the the shark in that fight. I saw it. There's no way you could have gone around him otherwise. Um, and and Westwood is like. Gerald, I know you're upset that you lost, but can't you have a little bit more dignity about it? And and uh, Gerald looks a little bit chastised and kind of like shrinks back. And and Briar's like, besides, there's no rules about it. I think it's a bit of cunning. If anything, I've actually seen uh, I've seen my wife do a similar uh, sort of vanishing move like that before. And uh, I turn to look at him and say, and punched a man in the face. <laughs> he's like perhaps this man is actually Faye and that's why he keeps his, his features hidden and Westwood's like no if he was Faye I don't think he would be from that far south um, but yeah basically uh, then it goes back to Griff, the guy who is wearing the Griffin heraldry looks at you he's like well Exile that is a question for you though I believe a few of us here are interested in, in seeing if we could perhaps employ you. It's very rare to find not only a talented man at arms who is clever in battle and overcoming his enemies but also one honorable enough to help those that he knocked down get back up again. Are you interested in employment? Hmm. <laughs> you were like I was not expecting this. Oh shit I rolled really well so um I'll be living like a fat cat. I don't know, is that a saying? Sure. Uh, no, wait, no, wait. Uh, is now. No, I'm trying to think. Josh, what would be something that, what would be something like fortune favor, like living well from our village? What would, what, what? Hmm. The, like the bear before hibernating. Yeah. <laughs> the... The exile will be living like a bear before hibernation for a little while off this, and he kind of pats the, the purse that was given to him. But it's always good to have a little more fat in the belly if you or a little more fat on the edges to survive that winter if you can. So yes, I think I would be. Well then. Uh Briar is like smiling. He's like, 
Well, I know there's at least... I am interested in hiring you, and I believe Griffin is as well. Westwood as well, perhaps. Um, Point them out again. Which ones are you talking about? Okay, so this one, this one. Wait, what was I think? Okay, that one. This one. Okay. And this one are kind of like the ones that are expressing interest at hand. Let me make sure I didn't miss anything else. No. Uh, It's, it's, it's. Uh, so Griffin, you said. Mm-hmm. Okay, Westwood. Yep, Westwood. And what was the last one? Briar. I keep one. I keep wanting to say the Boulder, and I almost just roll the Boulder. <laughs> I mean, the he, he kind of like drops. The facade, like you keep the voice, but you kind of drop the the the, the posturing. Yeah. Um. That would be very nice. I know I have friends that can always use a bit of work as well. If you're looking to hire more than just myself. Griffin is like, well, they would have to go under a bit of a rigorous investigation as well but I think that if you have friends that have similar talents to you or are as honorable as you, we're always looking for honorable um, what would their you call talents, it? Their talents are their own but they fit in line with what I do and I understand the need to look into who may be working for you I can respect that in a man rather than just expecting a man who can throw a punch to be a good worker. The three of them kind of are like smiling a little bit at each other like, hmm, well, three offers. I was thinking of having him be one of my men at arms. I could have him go to um, Thorn Glen. I could always use protection around there, especially with my wife having a baby soon is what Briar said. And, um... (laughs) I have to take notes for, like, the second time this whole campaign. Mm -hmm. So Griffin is having a baby. No, no, Briar is having a baby. Didn't you just say Griffin? No, I meant Briar. No, she said Briar. She said Briar. Briar said I could send him to Thorn Glen because with my wife about to have our next child... Thorn Guard? Thorn Glen. Glen. Let's hope I can read that later. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Do I know anything about this uh, Thorn Glen? Um, give me a... Um, I don't think you would have passed through there. So it would have been as much... How much do Hans and Franz like look at maps of surrounding towns? Of the um, Wind Plains. Probably a bit. And it wouldn't be so much mass, but just like talking with people, finding out what's in the okay. area. Um, I'll be with a disadvantage if you want me to. That seems um, No, no, no. Because you work at the guild. Um, I would say just roll a... Would this be history? Be some sort of knowledge check? Or would it just yeah, be an intelligence? It's hard yeah. with this edition. Um, I know. Like there's no knowledge local like there is in Pathfinder, which is kind of useful. Nope. No, I don't think a four is going to do it. You've, you feel like you've heard the name of that before, but it's just not in your mind right now because there's just a lot of other shit going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Westwood says, are you going to have him be the babysitter of all of, like, seven children now? And Briar's like, my oldest ones are much more independent and nearly teenagers now. They can handle themselves. Although he could be a bodyguard, maybe for my oldest daughter. Is Briar the oldest one? No. Briar's the he's only like one. Thir- Briar is, looks like he's about 37. He just has a very youthful look. Like, he has a young face. So you're a little bit surprised. You're like, I thought you were in like your early thirties. When he says seven, seven kids, Hans and Franz kind of like, he's like, you know, turns to look at Westwood as he's talking. And then he says seven kids. He's like, (laughs) that's a lot of fucking kids. (laughs) Even for a barbarian, bro. He's like a rose bush has many roses on it. What can I say? Anyway. Now, if you're a man who enjoys hunting and sport and game, you could come join my huntsman order, perhaps. Uh, Westwood says to you. Um, join as hunts? What was it? I think it's called the huntsman order. Huntsman order? Okay, that's... Yeah. Good. Um, or the order of the hunt. I can't remember. I don't have that note pulled up in front of me. Okay, I'll, I'll just leave it huntsman's order. Um, that does sound quite interesting. I... I did do a lot of hunting, but mostly for survival. Um, I think that... Um, Griffin says, well, if you don't particularly enjoy hunting monsters that wander out of, like, the Fey realm or other places, then you probably... He, he like, Hans and Franz, like, visibly, like, kind of, like, perks up, like, mm, well, mm, monsters? Mm. <laughs> mm, okay. If you're not interested... If you're not interested in that, I could have you be a man of, I could have you be one of my men at arms or perhaps have a position in the courts as a high bailiff over one of my territories or um, a master of one of the, what do you call them, prisons? Probably like a, like a overseer of um, gulags. Not gulags, like prisoners, jails, something like that. Like, or be, or be a, a bailiff in one of my counties or one of my, uh, one of my lands, uh, territories. I guess he'd call it baronies, whatever. What I know, what a bailiff thief. is, a thief. Yeah, Hans and Franz, without rolling, you know, it's basically like the sheriff of, like, it would be the sheriff. I hear so he gets shot a, sometimes. Yes, but not the deputy. No, um, no, that'd it would be fine. Yeah, it basically, so the way it works in this world is like there's bailiffs over specific regions who are appointed by lords to kind of maintain their law there and kind of like hunt down troublemakers and like keep the peace. And like if there is somebody who broke the law, they're in charge of bringing them to the lord for judgment. So you'd also get some lands from that. Shit. Um... Hans and Franz is like, fuck the Bendaya. I have new career options ahead I'm of me. <laughs> I'm going to go be the <laughs> sheriff of somewhere. The sheriff of Nottingham. Nottingham. I was watching <laughs> Men in Tights earlier. Um, <laughs> to be completely frank with you three, the offers are very tempting, but I don't know if I could do a long-term gig. I have things of my own that need to be accomplished eventually. So if you have something a little more local and temp- temporary. Short term. Short term. Uh, wherever, I think, wherever that just came from. Yes, short term. Yes. 
the man with the eye patch and a uh, swordfish on his uh, tunic doublet thing he's wearing um, is kind of like nodding. He's like, I can't fault the exile. A man likes his freedom. Unfortunately, as my peers would tell you, that becoming somebody for a nobleman involves loyalty and sworn oaths and It's very hard to earn flexibility with that position until you've put in years of service. So if you're a man who enjoys his freedom, perhaps a long-term employment option would not suit you well, Exile. Uh, I'm kind of nodding along as he's speaking. Mm -hmm. That is quite correct. And it's not so much that I enjoy my freedom as there are tasks that I must complete of my own. And not that I don't find you three gentlemen here to be probably worth somebody's loyalty. I am not originally from here, and I cannot guarantee that. Um, They all kind of nod respectfully, uh, and uh, Rice kind of is sitting there, like, looking really bored and is kind of, like, annoyed that, like, the courtesans are, like, paying attention to this guy, like, paying attention to you, like, oh, what's this conversation? This is juicy shit. And he's like, well, if that's the case and he's not interested in employment, just pay him what you were going to and then let's just end this for the evening. We have other business that we could be discussing. They're gonna pay me? Uh, and, uh, well, they hadn't said that, but, uh, Briar's like, oh, I do hate to let a good, I do hate to let a good bargain go, but I, I won't, I wouldn't demand loyalty from a man who is bound to no country, so, yes, Rice jumped the gun on it, but we only felt it fair to give you a, some percentage of our winnings, since you made us quite a bit of money being such an upset vote tonight. Um, so Lord Briar um, has, like, one of the servants uh, walk over and, like, give you three sacks of money. Or no, actually, three sacks of money, or was it four? Okay. Um, you get one that is got embroidered roses on it which you would assume is briarwood like a coin bag from briar um you get one that has swordfish on it oh you get one and then you get one from uh westwood so Uh, is his um his has got uh bow and arrows on it sack with roses on it you said yeah that's uh, that's Briars. Uh, Westwood has a bow and arrow, and uh, the other guy's is I'll just say his name. His name is Jasper Evelyn, and he has uh, a swordfish on it. And yes, Sam and Aaron, this is Jasper's NPC. Cute. You said set with arrows, and Westwood has bow and arrows on it, like a bow with arrows and stitched onto it. Okay. That was, that was Griffin? No, that's Westwood. You know what? I'm going to send you wait, all wait, of their so sigils. Who's got, so who's got this, the, the swordfish? Evelyn. Evelyn didn't know. offer... He didn't. He was the one who has the eye patch and said that you'd have to swear loyalty and I respect the fact you'd want to move around. He wasn't offering you a job. But he's oh, giving you money. He's oh. giving you money. Griffin doesn't offer you money and... um. 
but he doesn't really just looking at him you're like you don't really look like the sort who bets <laughs> yeah 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 okay okay makes sense so you get three things of you get three coin purses of money from them cool, cool, give it cool. to jasper to give his character an eye patch <laughs> Well, oh, we the, came up with how he lost his eye, too. Like. Oh, wow. <laughs> gave his NPC a backstory. Oh, man. Yeah. Proud uh, of that guy. Oh, and he gave me all this. He was like, okay, what do you want him to be like? He's like, I want him to be like in his 40s. I want him to be like grizzled a little bit by war, but also a bit of like a he appreciates a good game. Like be the type of person that this is because it probably won't come up. But like this is kind of a known thing about him. He's known to like if someone asks him for a favor he's kind of prone to make you play a game against him for it. Okay. Like he, Good job, he likes, Jasper. Yeah. So Jasper came up with that as a flavor thing for this guy, so well, I, I, mean, I love him. My main concern about this guy is that his name has both evil and villain in it. <laughs> so Wait. clearly he's the BBEG. What? <laughs> What's his name? Evelyn. Jasper Evelyn, which Evelyn is a medieval French name, and I believe. Was it a V or a V? V. Evelyn. I B E L I N. Sounds like. I B E L I N? Yep, yep, you got okay. it. So, so, so I, I, I added an E instead of an I at the beginning. Yep, yep. Mm. It's it's a French name originally. Um, But yeah, so. So if you get three things of, of money, which it looks like they have their little heraldry on it and stuff. uh. Like, I will definitely be keeping those sacks for a rainy day, just in case. Okay. Do you want to tell me what is in there, or do you want to wait? Are you going to count it in front of me? No, them? I'm not going, but I'm just oh, okay. for, for your notes. Putting it on my... So Jasper Evelyn gives you a um, hundred gold. Westwood gives you fifty gold, and uh, Briar gives you two hundred gold. This is why it pays to be a fighter, and also why Lou is very pissed that he lost. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I um put the I don't even know where I'm gonna put all this money. I, I was supposed to like I got my cloak. <laughs> I got my cloak kind of like wrapped up um whatever I could just I don't even know. Them all to get this throw <laughs> over your shoulder and walk out like a boss. <laughs> um, they're in. It's in platinum, so it is a little bit easier to carry. By the okay. way. Um. Yeah, I'd probably. He'd probably. I was gonna say, Car. Uh, Gerald and Rice look like Rice is trying to mask his irritation better, and he's succeeding more. But like Gerald is just glaring at you, like. But you basically get the vibe. It's because. The reason that money was theirs, mm -hmm. well, and they lost. Uh, th that's a portion of what portion they lost, of anyway. what they lost. Yeah, because if I'm getting this from them, that means that they got a lot more out of it than I did. Oh yeah, I mean, do you want to know? Like above table, do you want to know? Mm, no, because I don't want to hate okay. him more than I already do. Well, no, but I mean, what the guys won in total? Uh, Hundred sure. to one odds. Um, uh, I was gonna say. Okay, so Briar won ten thousand gold. Nope, um, I don't want to know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> 10,000, 20,000, 30,000. I love how they win like thousands and thousands and thousands of gold and they're just like, you want us all this money, you should have a little bit of it. Here's like a penny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to Hans and Franz, that's a lot of fucking money. It is. 
Um, it's like a full month of highfalutin living. So since that's kind of like, I'm assuming kind of like a a Mm -hmm. dismissal almost. Um, Hans and Franz. People kind of look like they're bored with you now, so. Yeah, Hans and Franz turns to um, the four, the the four on the right there that have been decent, have been good to him. Um, And he will give them a bow, like not a full, like courtly, like all the way down, but like a good, like half to three quarter bow. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just lean forward a little bit. Just. Yeah. A little more than that. More than that. Like, he's oh. showing them some real respect. Like, hey, you guys are... Okay. You guys seem or like we'll good people. If you will. Yeah. Um, Briar kind of smirks and, like, uh, hits uh, Rice's arm on the way out. And he's like, eh. I guess, I guess he, he looks at those two like, well, maybe if you all had better manners, you would get the same respect. <laughs> as, you're, as you're walking out. <laughs> Um, and then since we literally have nothing else planned, mm-hmm. uh, there's no more to this plan. Yeah. I am probably, well, no, I'd probably go down to the, to the pit, yeah. the green room or whatever. Okay. And like, just grab a tankard. And like to see if I can see Rowan and my brother. Okay. To try and like maybe kind of leave close-ish together. When are which way are you going out? Are you gonna go to are you gonna go clockwise or counterclockwise to Where's get back downstairs? It's all the way over on the clockwise side. Like I would say, like if this thing is a circle, um, so I'd go it towards would be my brother. Nine o'clock. The whole yeah, thing is clockwise. Brother. Yeah. So you could go this way and go down to the green room. If you go that way, give me a person. Are you looking for the others actively? No, just like passively. Well, I'm knowing my brother. He's going to find me before I find him because my passive okay. is shit. Okay. Um, so like, I mean, whatever a 10 gets me is what I'd get. All right. Um, I mean, my brother is wearing a big fucking leather mask. And he's standing right where I'm going. Okay. Um, you would... You would find him in the green room. Um, you don't see the others. Uh, um, what are Una and Nora and uh, Rowan doing? And by the way, Felix did move over to your side of the arena and is kind of like, looks like he's watching the Lord's box and the conversation happening in there, but. And the only reason I say that is because you would probably, uh, you would notice that he walked over there. Yeah. And you know Uh, it's him, but. Okay, so I I would have very quietly um, trying to keep up the facade of I don't speak, um, communicated Hold on. <clears throat> Communicated to... <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> um, I would have very quietly tried to communicate to them what I heard on the stairs. Yeah, we would probably move away, especially with Felix being right there. Like, maybe, like, while he's walking, like, have, like, be really close to him so he could tell it to us and make sure people are away from us while he tells us this information. Okay. 
So where do you go? Like, do you go? Uh, we here? would go counterclockwise to the north side. Yeah, yeah over okay. that way. Okay. I would try and tell them as much as possible. People, in that, people in that are empty kind of window. leaving. People are kind of leaving now, so it's getting a little bit less okay. uh, busy. Okay. And I wrote down all of the notes from the conversation already. Oh. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming you tell us everything. Yeah. Um, and then, so, I, I, I would um, recount as much of the conversation as possible, and then, um, and then I would say, I, I think we should do whatever we can to protect Hans and Franz. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen if, if we're not there to back him up. And I don't want to find out. I think that you are right. And we should definitely keep an eye on Hans and Franz. Just to make sure he's safe. Yes. At least pretend that we're congratulating him. And maybe offer him a drink. And meet at a tavern. Where we were going to meet previously. That's not a bad idea. That way we can keep up the ruse that we don't know him outside of this and we're wanting to congratulate him. Yes. We could um we could play it off as as um fair fight you won we'll buy you around. Yes. Just like that. You're learning so many things. I feel However, like spent too much time in the city. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> uh, however, I do have some information to share with everyone that may have made Nora a little uncomfortable, so I do need to apologize to her. Nora kind of, like, slithers around your arm, presses her head against your, like, skin, just in like a, it's okay. I, It's okay. okay. I'm fine. And yeah, then... At that point, we'll kind of keep an eye out for Andrew's Hans and Franz and make sure he's not followed. Maybe, like, head back going clockwise now. So we went counter, and now we're going to go clockwise <laughs> to follow him out of the Nobles booth. <laughs> Just yeah. to make sure he's safe. You, you guys probably would see him walk out of the Nobles box uh, and start going towards the green room. Well, not the green, they wouldn't call it the green room. The the fighter's hangout room. Yeah, no, keeping a close eye on him. And then, as we were talking, just kind of using the ruse of congratulations, let's go by a round, we're sitting at blah, 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 in the one that we, that Andrew, Andrews, Hans and Franz already bought a room at. We'll just say that that's where we're staying as well. Yeah. And like, go to that tavern. The dandy rooster. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. The dandy rooster. Um, so just as a ruse, you, so just in case yeah. he is followed. Are you looking for um, the Selkies or anything? Because they kind of met up, like, the Uland and the other one, Para, like, left after, like, Lou and Sienna were out of the ring, so they went somewhere. No. <laughs> I think that she feels she didn't want to follow him because she didn't want it to just be her and Nora um, because that's a lot of pressure to put on Nora without 
Una telling her what she wants mm-hmm. to. Granted, yes, Una wants to. She just doesn't want to put Nora in danger. Um, so she wouldn't, especially since she has the meeting tomorrow with him planned. And okay. knowing that that could possibly be a way to confront them, especially after hearing that they're still going to be around for a few more days. And I'd be keeping an eye out for um, what's-his-face that, that I heard on the stairs. Okay. Lou, 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 Lou. Just, so just you, guys, to... you guys are going down to the green room, though? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Aaron, give me a perception check. <laughs> Let's see here. Agony. Ooh, that's a... Um, what is a seven? Nope. Uh, you don't see him at all. Okay. Or anybody else, but... Okay. Hi, listeners. I hate to interrupt the episode, but I have some bad news. As we were recording um, this episode, there was a bit of a technical snafu. Discord has a third-party recording app that we use to record our episodes while we're all socially isolating from one another. Had a bit of a malfunction with Discord, so we lost probably like a 45-minute segment of the episode and unfortunately there's nothing we can do to recover it and it's not really something we can re-record because there is a lot of roles and a bit of a chase scene that happens so I'm gonna summarize what happens and I'm really sorry I wish I wish there was a way to fix this but there's really not the only thing I can think of doing is just summarizing what happened so after Hans and Franz went downstairs to the waiting room where the fighters all went in originally before their matches. Um, The twins met up downstairs and made not quite small talk with each other, but just kind of saying, I appreciated you in the match. You did a good job, blah, da, da, pretending like they didn't know each other. Um, And then Una, Nora, and Rowan came downstairs. Una still obviously dressed up as Jasmine, Rowan still dressed up as Ali, and Nora still disguised as a snake on um, Una's arm. And they proceeded to try to hint that they should all leave and go to the same bar together, but uh, Andrews, Hans, and Franz didn't want them to say the name of the place they were going to, so he interrupted Una and then basically said that he was going to head off for the night. And um, above table, they kind of were trying to give signals of, like, how much time should pass before they leave. And Hans and Franz left. And then Josh's Hans and Franz left about a minute afterwards. And then Una, Nora, and Rowan left after Andrew's Hans and Franz left. But one thing that happened in between Hans and Franz leaving and then Josh's Hans and Franz, like, before... um, following his brother out, um, they noticed that Sienna, who is somehow tied to the Selkies and uh, from Una's home, came down through the green room and watched uh, Andrews, Hans, and Franz leave and then began to follow him. Now, Una cast Hunter's Mark, and unfortunately, she has to use verbal components to cast it. So she had to say the spell out loud. And the spell is unfortunately in uh, their native tongue on the uh, Breaker Isles. So um, when she said it, she did not roll well in her sleight of hand check to, or stealth check, 
to mask it. So Sienna noticed someone said something like that in a language that she knows is only from their islands, but then um, rolled a really bad insight check and Megan rolled a very good bluff check to make it seem like it wasn't Jasmine who said it. So a little bit confused, Sienna pursued Hans and Franz out. And then it became a game of cat and mouse where the players were trying to close the distance between Hans and Franz and themselves and make sure that Sienna wasn't going to come out of an alley and stab him. Um, there was quite a few bad rolls and quite a few good rolls on both sides for perception checks and also for her trying to sneak up. But it seemed like she just was watching them. At one point when they all closed in together and she seemed to disappear a bit, um, Una and Rowan and Nora split off to act like they were going a different direction. So um, to see who she followed. And she basically did not follow them. She continued to follow Hans and Franz and then Hans and Franz, who was trailing after his brother, um, back to the dandy rooster. Um, after that happened, Rowan decided that he was going to drop the Ali disguise since uh, Sienna obviously wasn't following them and turned into just another random person on the street and then turned back and started also following again. Um, Una also picking up on that signal changed into her tough bad girl form that she takes when she would go to the boar's head. Um, obviously looking like somebody from the Breaker Isles. And then they closed the distance again um, after probably a little bit of a delay, but they didn't see Sienna again um, as they walked to the Dandy Rooster. Um, after arriving at the Dandy Rooster, Hans and Franz Andrew's character took off his mask and sat down, got a drink. Um, the in owner's daughter who a 14 year old girl came over and waited on him and then hans and franz josh's character arrived about 30 seconds afterwards ordered something to drink um and as they were as the brothers were talking about how andrew's character was being followed by uh sienna rowan and Una and Nora were trying to walk to the inn and keep an eye out and see if they saw Sienna lurking around or anything, but they didn't manage to see her. So that's basically what you all missed. Honestly, like it was it was pretty tense, but there was no way we could re-record it because there was a lot of roles. It was probably um <sighs> It was a 10 minute walk back to the dandy rooster from the fighting pit. So every round was essentially a roll of perception checks versus stealth checks versus actions. So it would have been impossible to recreate. I'm really sorry we lost it, but hopefully that at least introduces you to some of the main stuff that happened. So that way, if it comes up and is plot relevant later, you understand. But mainly right now, the players are all at the dandy rooster with the twins inside, sitting down, talking to one another, talking about how Andrews, Hans and Franz was being followed by somebody, the girl who was hanging out with Lou. And then um, Una, Nora and Rowan close behind, now disguised as just a random man for Rowan. Una, or Nora still in snake form and Una now dressed up like her bad girl, tough girl form of Una, but who looks definitively like somebody from her island of Selkies. So yeah, that's where we're gonna pick up. Now that my brother has told me that I was being followed, I'm gonna keep mm -hmm. my eye on anybody that comes into the bar. 
Well, you and see, then walks Una. <laughs> yeah, I see. You see Una in her tough girl form that she wore to the boar's head. Come into the bar, not come sit by you. Go sit somewhere else. Um, and then a minute after, but I've a little seen that. So, yeah. So you know mm-hmm. who you know it's Una. But then you see, like, how does Rowan come in? Like, how? Well, I'm still how outside. Far... He's standing outside. Yeah, I don't. I, I'll okay. stay out for a couple minutes. Question. Least. What, what, like, how long does Nora have in her snake form left? Um, you would have had to redo it for two hours at like 9 15, so yep. it's probably 10 something right now. So you still have like an hour, an, an hour? hour, a little right. over, yeah. So you could stay in snake form, snake form, or you could drop it. I'll stay in it for now, but yeah. Did I get a good look at? At the person following my brother. Um, he rolled much better no than I did. did. Well, he rolled pretty good a couple times. He rolled pretty good. You would have seen it was a blonde woman who, but you didn't see Sienna up close, like. Right, right. yeah, did. I don't know who but Sienna you, is. So. Yeah, but you saw, you would have seen it was a woman with like blonde, long hair that kind of looked like uh, in a cloak. You wouldn't have seen like all of the more selkie-ish hints, like you know, like sure. the braids yeah. and the sea glass. But you would have seen it was a woman with kind of like blondish hair that okay. was following him. So. So brother, you said someone yeah. was following me? Who? Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's just um I saw she was blonde, blonde woman, uh had a cloak on, kept kind of, you know, appearing in the alleyways and then realizing I was there and, and running away. And um I know that the shark had the cause do we do I know what the shark is Lou? No, yeah, because there was a description. Yes, yes, you do. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Una well, turned I'm... into him before, yeah. roughly. So, and yep. multiple people were calling him Lou. So, yeah, yeah, yeah the noble box. Yep. So there was a blonde woman that was came down to give him a kiss before the match. If it was her, do you think they knew it was me? I don't know. I mean, I mean pretty good at hiding myself. I mean, maybe she just wants, you know, if she, if she was sweet on Lou, maybe she's sweet on you for beating him. Well, that wouldn't make any sense. How would you go into a fight not willing to lose? No, no, he did lose. He lost her. Do you think she's coming to, cause she's sweet on me now? Yeah, maybe. That could make sense. I mean, there's no way they know it's you. I mean. How would they, they even know who we are? We had we no. had masks. Wait, we had masks on. Do we have now? On. I think we're okay. I think it's too late now. Like we couldn't sit in here. With, I don't think they would appreciate us wearing masks in here. Yeah, no, that's kind of rude, right? Yeah, it's yeah. not the not the place for it. So, I mean, I guess what do we do now? I mean, I think probably, I might. I might stay the night. Oh, uh, I'm gonna send uh, um, uh, telepathically to um, Sureblood. Um, how hidden is the stables? Like, can the can the state can you see the road and the front from the stables or no? Um, no, the stables are more around the back part of this building, so okay. no, he probably. Well, wouldn't I'll, be able I will telepathically tell Sureblood. To see if he sees any 
let me know if he sees any blonde women sneaking around out back. Uh, he'll kind of say, okay. Hmm. You, like, got it, I mean, you got it, boss. You got it, boss. So Hans and Franz is into blondes. <laughs> I mean, if they're into him, if they're attractive and a nice person, he can be into anything. <laughs> Ponder's blonde and night. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but he's Ponder not is into married. Ponder. No, Ponder's, no, Ponder's, Ponder's not married. Not Wait. Hughes is. Hughes is. Yeah, Elizabeth, the barmaid, wanted him, and he was like, look, lady. No, Tiffany. The servant. Yes. You just got Miss Elizabeth in your head. So <laughs> from being Macho Man. From Miss Oh, Macho Miss, Man. yeah, Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. <laughs> from being Macho Man earlier. <laughs> yep. Makes sense. Um, well, I mean, if you're staying here, I'll stay here. I mean, yeah, I've got the loopsters already. Well, yeah, but remember, we're being followed, so we're not supposed to be on our own. Well, that's what I'm saying. If I go to the room here, you can just stay in my room. Well, okay. Yeah, works for me. So, do we go over and talk to Nara and Una and Rowan now? Wait, where's Rowan? Oh, where's Una? It's probably been a couple minutes when where's... you see uh, Rowan. Rowan, it's been a few minutes outside. You guys see Una sitting in her tough yeah. girl form. Oh, right, because I've, I've seen, seen the tough girl. Okay, I've yeah. seen the tough girl. What do you mean, brother? She's right over there should I roll oh. Oh. perception checks to see them yep see roll perception checks to yep roll perception checks to see if you see anything um, how many should I roll uh, give me four okay at disadvantage uh yeah cause it's okay. dim light um okay that is a nine okay a 15 a 12 shit is that a natural one that's a 7 okay (laughs) and a 10 okay um you don't notice anything there's people that kind of go up and down the streets like making like their way home or they're leaving from like uh just other business of the evening or something but like it's kind of you know most people aren't just out and about at this time of night people are going to bed occasionally you'll see the occasional like city guard walk by and like making sure there's no disruptions of the night but otherwise you don't notice anything like suspicious like somebody's watching okay I always uh, feel like somebody's, somebody's watching, watching me. me. Um. Okay. Yeah. I'll um. I'll I'll walk in. Um. And I will um. Where Where is everybody right now? Una's sitting at a, at a table. It, Una's, yep, Una's sitting at a table. The twins are looking at her right now. And yeah, now the strange man walks in. <laughs> I'll, um, I'll walk up to the bar. <laughs> Could I get one ale, please? Uh, it's the same teenage girl that was waiting on the twins. And she's like, mm-hmm, one second. And then she'll be like, it'll be three copper. 
Or, okay. For this place, it'll probably be five copper because it's a little bit nicer of a place, but it's better ale. So, chill. I assume Give I picked up, up some silver from the the pit. Yeah, you picked something. up some silver, so yeah. Okay. Yeah. How much? Well, how much money did I pick up? Oh wait, I have twenty and fifty, so seventy. I won. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I've got money. Okay. You yeah you got you picked up twenty from the like, stuff thrown in the rings, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, brother. That voice sounds familiar, right? <laughs> what voice? Wasn't at the bar who just ordered a drink. I turn and look. Are you only like, you know, six whatever now? Uh yeah, I'm I'm full height, seven feet. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I'll 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 look over to you guys and, and uh give you an awkward smile. Give us a, a, wink. a wink and a nod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a wink and a nod. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I think it's Rowan. <laughs> I don't see many people that tall. Yeah. I mean, other than Ali, of course. Well, yeah, but that was Rowan. Yeah. Yeah, that was Rowan. Really? Yeah, brother, you're supposed to be the, the perceptive one. <laughs> Look, I didn't want to... I mean, I mean, okay. to be fair, I didn't, I didn't realize until I started punching you in the fair. face. To be fair. That's right, you fought Ali. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was, you, when, see, like, I, I kind of thought I mean, I did... at first. And then when we got into the fight, I was like, oh, this is definitely Rowan. He's going to kick my ass. But they didn't. Yeah, I mean, how am I supposed to know it's Rowan? The guy never talked. All he did was grunt. <laughs> Oh, see, he kind of like showed me his chest. He like opened it a little bit. Oh, you see, he, didn't he told you? you, and nobody told me nothing. You don't worry, Where brother. <laughs> nobody told me nothing about what happens after we get done with the fight pits. So, so hold on, hold on, hold on. Does that mean that that the person with Ali, that that little that girl, that was that was Nora? No, well, that was that was Una. Una's the one that can change. Oh, okay, okay. No, I think I think I think Una was the snake. I mean Nora. Nora. <laughs> That's what I said. Open the ears. <laughs> you got stupid in the ears, brother. <laughs> oh, okay. On Josh's face to find out that it was Una versus Nora was priceless. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> my wife what can I say? He's like, my what wife I... was in just flirt. What can I say? I'm a good actor. <laughs> um, but now, yeah, oh, I, think, okay. I think the snake was 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 uh, was Nara because, I mean, that's kind of the thing that she can do, right? <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Okay. All right, it's all making sense. Yo, oh. yeah, brother, you seem a little distraught. No, I was just confused. That's all. Um, I don't think that's it, what, brother. What's what's Una doing over there by herself? Where where <laughs> is Nora? Change the subject. Let me change brother, the subject. Brother, you're changing the subject on me. No, no, that, no, that. Yeah, Look, brother. I was just brother, concerned. Okay. I haven't seen you. I haven't seen you jump around like this since we left the village. He's he's now actively trying to get Una's attention. 
I, I reached over and like drunk. slapped my brother's face a little bit like no no brother time <laughs> Look, we gotta, we gotta, we can be to get the plan together, okay? Oh, no, we do, but first, I just want to say, good choice, brother. <laughs> I mean, you know, the ale's good here. There wasn't much of a choice. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, brother. Yeah, I mean, hot soup is better than cold soup. I agree. Well, it's a good thing we got to do then instead. That's what I meant. Don't try to mix up oh. my words. Okay, no, brother. Look. I gotta go to the bathroom. No, brother, don't be weird. <laughs> is that your, like, avoidance? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, I gotta take a shit. 100%. 100%. I gotta go to the bathroom. What, what My are the bowels kids call just it? clenched. What do the kids call it? Virgin party? <laughs> yeah. What kids are you hanging out with? <laughs> Other than that Listen, one. Drinking and drink smoking days. <laughs> I mean, I partied a lot when I was younger and I... <laughs> <laughs> anyway so do you actually go to the bathroom oh yeah no he gets up and leaves he's just <laughs> I'm just smiling the whole 100, time 100% avoidance 100% cause like he's had an inkling that his brother you know it's, it's sweet on her. Yeah, yeah it was sweet on her but now I'm like oh man you might actually have like a good old crush on her Ooh. So, so I'm excited because I can't wait for the eventual scene where he's like a meme, where he's like in the forge, like, no, this isn't what's happening. And then the bees start singing. Who do you think? Yeah. I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I've seen the movie. My just favorite song in the entire movie. Don't say I'm in love. There's an entire scene where, like, did I have to sing it in Hans and Franz's voice? Best song. In yes, the please. <laughs> You have to be it's big. I will be. say yes. I'm in love. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, while my brother's <laughs> taking the piss, I'm gonna... And maybe something else. <laughs> like drugs to calm his anxiety. Just in doing blow off the Trump trunk out back. I'm just summoning, I'm summoning magic bees. Squishing them up and just. Oh, God. Good God. <laughs> Rather, you have a problem. Give me your essence. Um, I'm going to kind of eye over to to to, uh, to Una and just kind of like give her like a, just a slight nod. I mean, Una would nod back. She's sitting at a table big enough for everyone. So. Well, he doesn't know a nod means nothing to him. Like, we're acknowledging each other. Are you yeah. going to, like, motion, come sit over here? You should, you should like, go rub your fingers along his back shoulders and, like, come <laughs> oh. hither. <laughs> it works uh, so well here. Franz and Franz would be like, what the actual fuck is going on here? Dude, on. what if Uda did flirt with Andrew's character? Oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> oh, that'd be interesting. Anyways, um... Uh, Una would have her arm crossed and like vote like nod her head and like give you like the hand wave to like come hither. Come hither. Uh and also right, try I'll... to get Rhodes' attention too to get him to come over and I'll go sit over. or whatever. Yeah. And wait for Josh. I'll, I'll grab my stew and my ale and go sit down. And at this point, I mean let Nora do whatever she wants. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go ahead and 
slither down your arm it, down into I'm guessing like letting you There's place like me a in a chair. You can hide. Yeah. Okay, and then I'll turn back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh Lizzie, in the in the restroom, is there like a wash basin or, or whatever? Uh yeah, there's um there's like a or little like bit a, of like a, a basin that you can fill with water. Yeah, it's more of like a little um dish, and then there's like a um like, like a pump faucet. Y- yeah. Sure, he'll just you know wash like just like. Uh. Okay. When 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 Nora turns back into Nora. I'm just gonna kind of like look at her, like. <laughs> Do I notice this kind of look? Insight check. Um, well, I think you would have noticed the two of them, like, uh, you wouldn't have heard what they were saying, but you could see that they were kind of getting animated. And Andrew's Hans and Franz was like smiling at him, like, oh, oh. And, and Josh's was like, no, we need to like go. Like, but you couldn't hear what they were saying because it's kind of loud in here and there's a lot of like talking. But you could have seen this exchange where it was basically like Josh's Hans and Franz was like trying to like change the subject or getting animated. And, and Andrew's Hans and Franz was just like, ah. <laughs> but he's saying that he's looking directly at me with this weird goofy still? smile. No, I'm sitting back in myself. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then yeah. 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 So after washing, washing, like splashing his face, <clears throat> slapping his cheeks, looking himself in the eye, he'll go back out. Mental pep talk. Mental <laughs> there pep wasn't talk. Even, there wasn't any. Okay, Sam, because you read Lord no Olympus. Because you read Lord Olympus, the panel where Hades is like completely flustered, and then he looks in the mirror, he's like, "Get your shit together." Get your <laughs> shit together. <laughs> That's basically what I'm picturing. Okay, so Nora notices the face that Andrews Hans and Franz gives her. Yeah. She's like not gonna tell you anything, but she's just gonna like cock an eyebrow, like, "Why are you looking at me like that?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll like when, when I realize she's looking I'll be like and look away <laughs> <laughs> so Hans and Franz will come back out look at He's the booth wet. where his his no, what there's no towels in there no. what decade do you think this is I guess, yeah, I guess so alright so he'll just like have brushed him you know wipe, tried to swipe <laughs> off the extra extra moisture and he'll come out I and he'll look would, at. There's more of what century do you think this is? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll look out at the booth where his brother and him were sitting, and then look over at the table where they all are sitting. He'll go over, get his stew and ale, and sit down next to his brother. Wait, which seats are open at the table? What well, Hans Morris and Franz in the corner? Yes. Yeah. Okay. No one puts baby in a corner. Except we did baby. because she needed to hide. So yep. okay. technically, okay. I have a baby. I put okay, my so own I to, self I, in the corner. Self in the corner. <laughs> put her own bad self in the corner. I wanted to see if if he was gonna have to sit next to her because that would have been funny. Uh, but no, no, no. No, I wouldn't have done. I, this, I'm giving my brother a hard time, but he's not gonna be a dick about it. <laughs> but he should. <laughs> um, no, he shouldn't. He's his brother. I know, I know. Which is why but, you should. But he's got like three <laughs> sessions to say something on his own. Then, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
real real quick while we're at the table, um, I just kind of want to get a read of the room. Like, as I'm sitting down, just, like, take a glance ar- across the room and okay. see if I give don't see anything. Give me an insight check. Insight? Yeah. Ooh, I'm not good at those. Because you're trying to read the room. Yeah, that's a straight seven. Okay. Um, it looks like people are kind of relaxing after a busy day. They're talking, they're drinking, there's like gossip and laughter and, you know, like nothing like super serious or anything. It's just more of like everyone's relaxing. Okay. I'm going to keep my eye on the door and see if anybody else comes in. Okay. So, uh, Rowan, what's with, uh, form? Um, and he just like looks nervously around the room and then slowly leans in to uh, the center of the table so that everyone can hear quietly explains um, sort of vaguely what happened um, on his way out of the fighting pit um, and then a little bit of, of the, the chase and the, the double back why I changed. Um, oh, so that so was she's a... not sweet on you. <laughs> I mean, she, wants she to probably... Peg mommy? I will also get, tell her what her name is, too, once I find it in my notes here. Wasn't it Sienna? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, Sienna. I'll inform you who she was specifically. I, I basically wanted to um, make sure that if she was doubling back that we would also get behind her uh, just in case anything weird was happening and I wanted to make sure that you guys were safe thanks Rowan well so if she followed us here means that means she's gonna tell Lou where we are where you are brother yeah and he's gonna kick this ass once already today and now I've got my sword after Uma gives it back to me. Nora has it. Oh, okay. oh that's right. She's bag got the bag. Yeah. Nora will take the bag, like the little back satchel off and put it on the table so that everybody can get their stuff back out. Yeah, and I'll grab my stuff out and I'll put the mask into the bag. Swap axes. Like that. Um. Into the bag. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just... Una will also tell you guys that she has a date with Ulan tomorrow at nine. What? Because Jasmine. For what? Um, in hopes to gather more information and more information about what? He didn't look right. He didn't look like himself. And when was the last time you saw him? A few years ago. Yeah, like six years ago. Yeah. When people change, and plus if they're here, like, stealing from people and doing shit, he's probably he looks, a little... He looks tormented, which may make it easier for me to find but, my uncle versus using Luke. What kind of information are you looking to get from him? Well, if he knows anything... Basically, what's bugging him for the most part. I mean, if he is tormented by his actions. Yeah, but is he going to tell you that, oh, I'm really torn up because we've been robbing and killing no. people? 
but you can, I don't know, like you can see things and it'd be a possible way in. Or we could possible follow him to, to get to Lou. I mean, Lou's looking for the exile. He's looking for me. Yeah, so, but right now you don't look like the exile. He knows yeah. that you're staying here. I think it'll be a little obvious when they put two and two together. If you got rid of the feathers in your cloak and stuff, though, that probably would help. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I'd get rid of the cloak. Um, but I mean, I mean it's just an so, option. We don't have to because it's not me. It's Jasmine that he's wanting to see, and I could totally just blow him off, too. But it would be at least a way. I mean, Felix already told us to stay away from those guys. Because they mean business. I'm not saying that we should avoid them, but we kind of went into tonight without a plan. We went to a fighting pit and did just fought. I mean, should we have stayed and tried to follow Lou? Should we have tried to do something to him? You know, that I wasn't think really it was more plan. gain information to. With what information were we trying to gain? Make sure that he's actually here. I mean, make we sure knew that he was actually he was. here. No, Lizzie. we didn't. We Lizzie. thought we did, but we weren't 100% sure. What? What? Um, the conversation I heard on the stairs, she was yep. telling him, just give it a couple more days and this will all pay off. This all something to do with She's, the festival. Wait, no, yeah. So here's here's exactly, here's what Rowan heard. I'll give you a little bit of a reminder because this was not that long ago. She said... None of this matters, Lou. I'm sorry you lost your final fight here, but there are better things ahead. A few more days, and then this is all over. I think it has yeah, something to do with the festival. Did, did you relate that to us? Yes. Mm-hmm. So this is the final fight. They must be going somewhere, doing something. I think there's something to do with the festival coming up. So there really wasn't a clear plan on, like, what we were supposed to do that night. You know, like, what happens if Lou would have recognized us and attacked? Were we supposed to just run? You know, we got to kind of get more of a plan in place before we do some of this stuff now. You know, we're kind of getting in deep. And if we don't have a plan, these people could easily, you know, kill one of us, do something, you know, kidnap one of us. You know, and I was... I mean, this isn't anybody's fault because it wasn't a plan, but if I left first... We probably should have stayed pretty close still. Because this fall, as long as it took my brother to finally catch up to me, you know, somebody could have easily attacked me and pulled me into an alley. I mean, we've had a hell of a time with it, but I didn't have any weapons, you know? I definitely think that we should not be disarmed anymore. I think that we should definitely be ready at any moment. Yeah. I think tonight was primarily at least for me, to gather information, verify that they were there. If we could have followed them back, that would have been great. But because Sienna was pretty much glued to Lou, I didn't think that there was an option to do so. Um, so do I'm not sure. Her? Huh? Do you have a way to track her? I might be able to. It would take me some time to try to follow her in the cities, and I'd have to go now. While the trail was still warm, which is also kind of why. But she also I might wanted, become here. I, I, we, we turned, 
And when we turned, she saw that she was continuing to follow you. But when we came back around, she wasn't there. So she could have just seen where we went in and went to go report. So for me, this was gather information, verify that there are, verify that it's just the four of them. Because that's also important to know that it's not just... It's and that's fine, but, you know, we didn't really go in with that as a plan, as a group. True. You know, I feel like a lot of us didn't really know what we were doing there, other than fighting in the pit, which was good, because no. I won, that was pretty sweet. But, you know, just for future stuff, we need to have, you know, you had that plan, but I don't think that was expressed to the rest of us very well. And not that that's, well, we could have asked more questions, and we could have put something together better as a group. I'm just saying that for in the future, as a group, we need to come up with more of a plan. So... What do we do now? Do we wait for Lou to come to to take his um, revenge on you? That's my thought. But if we I do don't that... want to put people here at risk if it comes to that, though. You think they would like run in down, or would they just attack me? I mean, they might just try to do a sneak attack, but the moment we start fighting back, we could be putting others at risk. What did he say, Rowan? Didn't he say something about pushing my brother's face into a wall or something like that? So I'll just stay away from walls. Almost exactly that. I think he wants to get his hands on my brother, not burn down an inn. I but mean, I mean, but you again, know Lou better, so what kind of a man is he? Like when the saying, though. He's not an honest man. Fight. He's not honorable. I think he is sneak attack. You know, when it comes to a fight, you know, if we call him. We don't know what Sienna, Sienna, whatever her name is, can do. I... I know that Ulan is like Nora. And... She's, I think Para is... Faye? No. It, uh, a nature caller. Oh, Okay. Um, I think Para is also some sort of magic wielder. I think Sienna is more of a fighter, and I think that Ulan, not Ulan, that Lou is also just a fighter. Maybe similar to Rowan. Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you guys. I met Lord Rice. He's a shit. Wait, Rice Ares? Yeah. The guy from from my field, you know, oh, who oh yeah, people that I know who he is. Because I don't know. You guys have deliberately not told me that you know that, that he's, he's was, the one that's after. Uh, um, yeah, you know that he's a douche. Rihanna. You know, I made the pin for her because he's a douche. Rihanna. No, but you gave that to her without. You gave her to her without us being there. Oh, that's yeah. true. Never mind. Yeah, you don't yeah. really so I, 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 I say, I say, oh yeah, he's the one that's been chasing after Rihanna and she keeps telling him to go away and he won't go away. He's the one who wanted to poison with drunk fairies tonight. Why wouldn't he go? Wait, I'm really confused now. Why is he visiting at the university? He's so, supposed to be leading his people yeah. out in the fields. Well, apparently he wants to marry Rhiannon and she's refused it and so now so now he keeps pestering her with more marriage proposals and gifts and this stuff is like the and... least the least honorable man I think I've ever met 
I know. <laughs> when she says now, that means now. If I know anything, and I'm not a good judge of character, I don't think he's a good person. No, I think you're a pretty good judge of character, Rowan. <laughs> you can tell yourself shot. But, I mean, look what he did to his people. Or what he didn't do for his people. Hey. Sorry, I got the sidetracked. It's fine. I met a bunch of novels, but he was up there too. So anyway, what do we do tonight? Tonight, I think we rest. And well, but do we stay you know, here? Do we leave? Do we try to sneak out the back? I, no. I personally think we should go to the shrine at this point. Just to keep civilians. Oh yeah, you could do your tent thing again. That may not be a bad idea. I mean, I do have sure blood, though. He can come with. He can stay in the tent with us. Well, yeah, but it's going to be harder to sneak out. That's true. Yeah, but... I mean, you riding on Sherblood kind of guarantees that you get away, sneak or not. Or guarantees that they may follow us. I mean, Which would be good. To follow you. You just yeah. get on Sherblood and go out of town and then we'll leave after and get to the shrine and meet up. There's no way they're catching you. Yeah, but I don't. But I don't want this to be so separated again. Well, oh, we could true. go as a group. How Can Sherbud carry two? Yeah, I should be able yes. to. And then, Nora, you need to take a small break and then you can do it once more, right? She needs um, to, like, rest for another 45 <clears throat> minutes or so. Why is that? Because she doesn't have any more mine's left. all within a short rest, so I need to take a short rest first. Oh, I I'm see, out I see, of B shapes. That's so fine. if it's I take still... a short rest, then I could help people out. Yeah, it's still relatively early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then either can Rowan ride you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad to see that smirk. I'm glad to see that smirk. <laughs> hmm. That is a pairing I did not foresee, but... <laughs> Let's not go there. Lizzie. Come on, why? guys. Yeah, Lizzie, jeez. <laughs> so if if two people ride on Sherblood, that's you, brother, and, and who else? Well, but I was kind of... Shit, we don't have another way to do this, do we? Well, if I can stay pretty unseen... <laughs> White. So if we can get you four there, I can follow shortly after. Without yeah, having I don't any think problems. that's a good idea. So if Rowan disguises himself as some random person, and before I go back outside to put the mask on, both of us get on show blood and we leave. And then like a couple minutes later you three go out to the stables. Nor you turn into a horse. And then you guys take like a little bit of a roundabout, not roundabout way. way, but just a different way than normal. Um, Is Nora and Sherbud strong enough to carry both you and Rowan? And then Nora, are you strong enough to carry Hans? I mean, yeah, I don't really have any armor on and neither is Rowan. Yeah, I, I've... 
Yeah, but Rowan requires like a ro- a war horse to ride because he's yeah. heavy. Is so maybe what? Rowan should go with me. Yeah, Mm-mm. that's why I thought. I, I think if Nora does a war horse, she can carry just Rowan, which is why Charlotte would be you. In. I, I mean that well, someone's going to have to be left behind unless we buy a horse from this inn. Well, no, I suppose no, because a war horse should easily be able to carry Rowan, and you're very small. So you two, and then me and my brother will both put a masks on. You know, it may not be too strange that the two masked fighters were together. Yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah, I, could, I can do a war horse, so that would be fine. As long a as war horse can do okay. 540 pounds, so. Yeah, we figured yeah, how many pounds are something. you? Yeah, how heavy yeah. is Rowan? Yeah, I thought we figured it out. He was like 320 or something like that. Yeah, sure. it sounds about right. Yeah, so then I'd be able to carry Una too with that. Because Una's yeah, small. Yeah, Una's not. Yeah. 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 That, I that's am fine. with Girod. I'm 190 pounds. Okay, and so. So it'd be 570 at least. Yeah. Well, five, so five a, something. So she'd be a little it'd over, be, but. It'd be 510. If you put, put stuff in the bag of holding. Yeah, yeah, her yeah. is her is her is yeah. uh, a war horse. Will have less trouble than because uh, Sherblood can do. He's a riding horse. He can do four eighty. So oh, he, yeah. so he could probably carry the twins. Yep. Yeah. Can, if you just put them up in the holding. Yeah. 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 I mean, all we have to do is throw no one <sighs> uh, Rowan's axes in there. We're good. Yeah. Um, just get some like- some of the bigger weight off, and we're good. Mm-hmm. Good at that point. Okay, yeah, I like that. So, the 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 twins will go on Sherblood, and then um, Nora, Una, and Rowan will leave. Follow after. Yeah, after. And we can yeah. take a like a little bit of a longer route. Right. Okay. I like it. Sounds like a plan. Oh, and, and Hans and Franz is going to get into his uh, blink kilt. Ah. Well, I don't know how you wear trousers. They're so constricting. <laughs> what do you mean? You're not in the world so tight, brother. <laughs> it's not my fault. Um, They're your pants, aren't they? Sigourney Weaver mistook <laughs> my measurements or something. She messed up. It's too tight. Maybe she did it on purpose. So rude. <laughs> so uncomfortable. I mean... No wonder I lost that second fight. I wasn't going to say anything, brother, but it really looked like you were trying to make sure everybody saw what you had. Look! <laughs> I was not trying to do that. Sigourney Weaver wanted to see what I had, maybe. Ugh. It's a public service, really. <laughs> <laughs> You're all welcome. You're 14. Go back to your room. <laughs> and Sherblood is a warhorse, by the way. Oh, well, then, yeah, whatever. Okay. Because I can choose a warhorse, a pony, a camel, an elk, or a mastiff. Okay, then, yep, warhorse. Problem solved. Perfect. So you guys can leave and uh, just, you don't see anybody, like, following you, or you don't see anybody specifically, uh, coming to look for you guys as you make it out to the shrine at night. Um, but 
One thing I will say is you get out there, Josh. Did you guys want to talk on the horses on the way there or no? You just jump into it. Yeah, I mean, what like, so I'm going to leave like a gold for the, because I already paid for my room. Um, yep. So whatever, that's fine. Um, but I'll yep. leave, uh, I'll leave a gold for the, the, the waitress. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she'll take it and be very happy that she got a gold. Um, but yeah, you uh, guys, unless you guys are going to talk on the way there, because it's the twins riding together and then the other three, and Una and then Rowan riding uh, Nora. Yeah, I don't have anything to, to discuss, okay. really. I Maybe guess I want to see if like, Andrew interrogated like you more, but... Jab on my brother, like... Wait, wait, we'll wait for Andrew to come back for that, but is there anything with yeah. Nora and Una and Rowan as they're riding there? Nope, okay. No. No. I think all Nora has to say is nay. 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 Maybe a win Nora. here or there. <laughs> but you have to admit, even though you're a warhorse, like, and you're kind of at your mas- maximum capacity, you're pushing through Nora. It's a little, you're like, oh, it'd be really hard oh, to Oh, she's going to be this. exhausted when oh, she yeah. gets back Just to the camp. In, in her head, mm-hmm. in her head, she's like, steak and eggs and eggs and steak. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what is it that Hans and Franz always sing? <laughs> Just gotta keep your keep your head in the game. So as as Hans and Franz is is riding Sureblood with his brother, um, obviously his brother has the reins. So Hans and Franz is just like on certain gallops. He's just gonna like, you know, just like drive his maybe his fist or squeeze a little harder on his brother's ribs. Just. just <laughs> You know, just just as but in the motion of of sure blood, so it's almost masked. But it's I'm just gonna, he's gonna, just squeezing a little too hard. So but his brother's his brother's may not be the smartest man in the world, but he knows his brother. He's got high wisdom, yeah, he's got a high wisdom in these regards. So I'm gonna start like having like as we're like going over like a long stride. There's like a a, a little divot. Or a log, we're jumping over. I'm gonna tell Sherblood to sort of kick his back legs higher, so my brother kind of like, like takes it way harder. <laughs> Ow! Okay, brother, boss. I thought you knew how to ride a horse. Ow! I thought you knew how to ride a horse. Just hold I on. I am. I'm a passenger. Yeah, hold on, like a normal person. Yeah. Okay. He'll he'll be the best just, just and, and I'm just like laughing at this point. So like it's pretty. Sure, well, he kind of sends a telepathic message, and he's like, he's not as good of a writer as that other girl that was on the other day. <laughs> to about me? No, oh, he says about, that to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, like I, I, to about Rihanna. Yes, yes. And I telepathically say back, he's trying to be an idiot. He's succeeding. So he has it coming. <laughs> he's succeeding. <laughs> And I just start laughing and laughing. <laughs> What's so funny, brother? And he'll just start like jabbing him in the ribs. Just... Oh man! I imagine that by the time we make it there, we wipe out. <laughs> we're, we're gonna go full on like brothers, just like fucking with each other. And you know what you You're do? Crawling and wrestling on the ground. What you do, Andrew, is as we get there, you just unsummon Sureblood. We fall to the ground, but you're ready for it. You just like catch me with an Before elbow landing. or something. I wouldn't throw an elbow. I just let you fall and laugh at you. Oh no! I wouldn't want to. I, I don't want to unsummon him though because that'll eat up my last second level spell to resummon him. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. 
yeah, it's not like yeah, sure. familiar. Sure, um, blood will kind of as you guys get into the clearing, uh, he'll actually like kind of like round up like he's trying to get you both to fall off of his back. Like, all right, I'm done with your shit. Stop your fighting. And, and I am I am just gonna let it happen and fall on my brother. Just, <laughs> just kind of like push so that, uh, back to chest, just or back to yeah, back to chest, just bah, knock the wind out. Catch me, brother. <laughs> Oh, and he'll try to like roll you in like sideways. Um, uh, what's the what's the thing where you where you pull him back? And, Suplex. And, yeah, he'll, so he'll like side flex, just like you fall out of it. It's like side flex you to get get off of him, and uh, and I'll, I'll like I'll deliberately try to stand off. I'm like, brother, you're not helping. I'm trying to get away from I'm trying to stand up here. All right, you want to athletics roll this, brother? Sure. I'll totally athletics roll this. Oh my god. Oh, oh shit. I got a plus seven here. That's only yeah. a 13. That's only a 13. A seven, I rolled a one. All right, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> You're not stuck. Get off. <laughs> and I'm just I'm just laughing. <laughs> I just like toss some like dirt and sand at you. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna end on just some good old fashioned brotherly love. So yeah. I'm guessing after like an hour, we all like the rest of us finally show up. Yeah, you guys are probably waiting for a half hour or so till they get there. Is there anything? Or are you just gonna keep being in silent? Oh, with I each thought. Other? Just oh, I mean, we I wouldn't necessarily be silent if he just keeps on laughing. I'd probably make a couple passes at him. Just yeah, just kind of wrestling around. <laughs> It's just a big old wrestling match. You may yeah. be the champion in the ring, but you're my, in my territory now. <laughs> We're not in the forge now, brother. This is my place. I can summon a forge wherever I want. I am the forge. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, I will say, as you guys are tossing each other, and specifically, um, you toss him towards Josh's little shrine that he built last time. You no, no, we stayed away from the shrines. Oh, yeah, we're not stupid. <laughs> Let's, this is not that close. You hear, like, a faint okay. little humming noise. I stop. I'm like, did you brother, hear that? You that? <laughs> yeah, I heard it. Brother, can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> Do you what want to that? go and play? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I mean, it sounds like humming. Wait, is that Lynn? I'm gonna start like moving around to see if I can like see where it's coming from. Uh, give me a perception check with disadvantage because it is dark out. Unless you put your goggles on. Well, we're listening. We're Why not looking. Is, I'm oh, listening. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we're listening. Yeah, Ooh, 23. Yeah, oh. Okay. Uh, with your 15, even, you can tell it's not that hard of a DC. It's coming from the area where Hans and Franz, Josh, is character built his shrine probably okay, probably like staying low and like almost like in because so you know when everybody else shows up we're on all fours like down by this shrine mm-hmm. asses in the air yeah basically <laughs> brother, um, we're like a couple it. of football players ready to move some boulders <laughs> brother what is this I know it was my shrine I put it together for for Angid did I know that you'd put that here 
Yeah, it's what uh, else he saved all those sticks and rocks for. He built it you, while he I was mean, making dinner. Yeah. No, but he, didn't you, you did it in the middle of the night, didn't you? I lit oh, it in the middle did. of the night. Uh, that's right. Oh. No, I assembled it. I assembled it uh, during my watch and then lit it. Yeah. 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 Why? Did you put that here? Yeah, yeah. I, after I cleaned the camp area, I kind of used everything to make this little forge and, you know, offer the place to, to Angie. I was very proud of what you did for Moru. And so, you know, I wanted Man. to kind of... That gives me an idea. I think we should make a shrine to Florian. Florian, yeah, that one. Yeah. Um, sure. No, I mean, we should, idea. right? And have all three of yeah. them here. Yeah. Then we'll have all three. That's a good idea. Yeah. All right, Josh. Let's you and I plan plan this out. I'm like, what okay. kind of shrine we're gonna make? Um, but mainly, Josh. Yeah, just like I was going to say, you have, um, you see near your little shrine, when you left it last, it was constructed, you lit, and there was like the little embers and stuff there, but right. now like, not above it, but nearby it, there in the tree is like a hive now that is growing. And near it, there's near the shrine itself, but out of the reach of like the flames, there is uh, some flowers growing that are very well liked by bees, and you guys always and your village associated them with being like things that made Angie happy, like and were near because bees liked them. Nice. So, it's very similar to how you have a heather heather plants on yours, Andrew, which are associated with Moru. The power of nice is growing. Oh my. Apparently this was this was good. Oh my. Hello oh my. bees. <laughs> so I get like close to the hive and I can hear the humming from inside. Is that Yep. They're oh, they're so happy. The they're so happy. We probably should stop, stop wrestling. We don't want to disturb them. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize you gave up. Okay. <laughs> just tackles him. Oh yeah, no, he's just like that. that, that like his <laughs> leg starts jittering a little bit, and ah, away <laughs> from the hive, he like picks you up and runs you back. Oh, does he? Let's try this one more time, brother. Okay. All right, here we go. Oh. No. Yeah, That's good luck, buddy. 12. That's a 12. Natural 20. That's a 3? 19. Uh, three? No, oh, 19. 19. Yeah, okay. So 25. Yeah, you come yeah. at me and I just stop you. <laughs> oh, oh, so you did give up. No. <laughs> You're just so fat I couldn't lift you. (laughs) (laughs) It's from all the Dr. Pepper he drank. (laughs) I'll just have to knock you down right here. No, I remember because remember that's what Josh said when he got his drink. No, I know, I know, I know. (laughs) I don't, I don't think you're fat. I'm just quoting my husband. No, I know you don't, Lizzie. I know you don't. I think you are. You're yeah, I was saying, I know Josh does, but... <laughs> um. Anyway, so the others show up eventually. Yeah, they show up and you guys are wrestling with each other, because why not? At the edge of wherever our little, like, shrine Grove. site grove is, Nora just, like, stops, kind of, like, lets them get off, and just instantly turns back and is like, I, I am so so tired. 
<laughs> I'm done. You hear you hear sounds. You can of tell combat. she's just like exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even have any good Oh, I will cast with my last one spell. spell slot left. <laughs> I have one spell. I'm gonna cast good berries and give them to Nora, all of them. Ten. All ten. All ten. She didn't even take any damage. She's just tired. No, she's just really tired. They'll make her feel better. Yeah. I will, I will, as we're like, oh, never mind. Going to bed. Now, Uda's out of spells. Yeah. But you guys walk into the campsite and see the two of them wrestling. We're riding that combat high. (laughs) Yep. And then Aaron, and then Rowan's like, oh, I'm going to join in. Bye. No. (laughs) <laughs> have you he's met probably Rowan? burying Nora Please, at this point. Yeah. He's probably like baby cradling yeah. Nora as yeah, walking closer. Yeah. As the party settles down for the evening in Hans and Franz's shrine area, what are their next plans in pursuing Lou? Ulan, Sienna, and Para. Find out next time on the Guardians of Fahal. <laughs>